Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio, simply glorious. In spreading the gospel to the world, we have designed a streaming radio broadcast for every believer. This word, worship, and witness field broadcast streams live every week. Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast and take UGR wherever you go. Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory. And like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast. Yeah. 
Zion is by Urban Glory Music Association member, recording artist, Terry Remsen. For more information on Terry and how to purchase her music, go to www.terryremsonmusic.org. That's www.terryremsonmusic.org. Urban Glory Campaigns presents Manifest 2016 this November. This is not just another conference, but an experience. With three conferences in one, this experience covers concepts, principles, and worship experiences in business, ministry, and music. For more information, call 202-630-4UGC. That's 202-630-4842. Or visit www.urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com Epic Night is coming February 2017 A night of celebration, glory, and excellence Catered with delicious food, glorious music, entertainment Provided by Urban Glory's own Music and Arts Association And inspirational words in recognition of our founder Reverend LaVon Breland and various members of the support team of Urban Glory Campaigns. For more information, call 202-630-4UGC. That's 202-630-4842. Or visit www.urbanglorycampaigns.web.com. Urban Glory Radio. Simply Glory. Well, good evening. I am delighted to be with you tonight to study the Word of God systematically. I am in anticipation from the Holy Spirit to give us revelation as we continue the study on being the revelator. We began some great insights last week, and we're going to continue in our study lesson two, which is entitled Advancing, listen, Advancing Our understanding in God's Word, advancing our understanding in God's Word. We're going to review, and then we're going to get straight into the lesson. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you and praise you for this day, knowing that this is the day that you have made. We rejoice and are glad. We thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It is the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus. I do lean on the Holy Spirit as that educator and guide, giving me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And, Father, and everything that shall be accomplished and everything that shall be revealed, you be glorified, for it is in the name of the Lord Jesus that we pray you and give you glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. You know, we are encased with the spirit of promise within our mortal flesh. The more we focus on God would over the more God would focus we are, the more our soul expands to a conscious to know the will of God. And we are given precious access to these divine intents and our confidence is awakened through learning the voice of God. We're advancing our understanding of the Word of God. 
Our foundation text in Deuteronomy 29:29 declares, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong unto us, to the children, and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 through 13, it says, And my speech and my preaching was not in enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but the power of God. Howbeit we speak of wisdom among them that are perfect, which means mature, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world, that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For if they had known it, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither enter into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of the Spirit, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have not received, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things freely given us of God. The strongest voice of God is the written word of God because it introduces us to the person, the personality, the perspectives of God. And so everything pertaining to revelation that the Holy Spirit is revealing to us, he is the spirit of wisdom, which is the appropriate uh, approach to operating in our knowledge and understanding. He is it. He is wisdom. He has been made unto us righteousness, wisdom, and sanctification. The Holy Spirit has been sent to teach us or enable us to live the Christian life. And so we're going to be talking about that a little bit. In in doing so, we understand the Word of God. Now let's go to two passages for our foundation. We're going to go back to Ephesians chapter 1. That's going to be our New Testament. But our Old Testament passage is found in Deuteronomy 28. In Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 and 2, and it says, and it shall come to pass that if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of thy God to observe and to do all of his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of thy God. Now, the scripture goes on in Ephesians chapter 1 for our New Testament passage of today's lesson. Hallelujah. We're going to receive some divine impartation today from the word of God that transmit the power of God. Of course, you know John 663 uh, says that this, the words that I speak are spirit and they are life. So the word contains the power that is needed 
for us to attain the life that God has provided. Hallelujah. And if we continue to study in the word, we will advance ourselves in the power of God. Now, of course, this is one of my favorite scriptures, one that I read often, one that I teach from often. But it says, listen, we, it says, um, but you making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Father and Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you what? The spirit of wisdom and revelation. You see how they go together? Because the spirit of wisdom is the Holy Spirit, and revelation is what he reveals in the knowledge of him being Jesus. That the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened, that ye might know the hope of his calling and the riches of his glory and his inheritance in the saint. This is an inward work. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who what? Believe according to the working of what? His mighty power. Now this gives you an insight. Your belief is never enhanced until you come in acquaintance with the power of God to transform you to believe. The heart must be given life and power, a spark that awakens it to perform. And the, that's why the Bible tells you to guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. It flows to you. What flows is the current of power. The kingdom of God is not in word, but it's in power. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Why? Because we, we are advancing to uh, understand God's word. And the only way you can understand God's word is to understand God's heart. And the only way you can understand God's heart is to open up your heart and connect from heart to heart. No one really gives their heart to anybody that is not acquainted with the passions and and the and the um, the emotions and the the imprint of the desires. You don't just open up to everyone. The secret things belong to the Lord. But those things which he has revealed, they belong to the sons of men and their children. So when we engage the the depth that's in the spirit of God for us to be made alive to where we walk in the spirit, we, we work in the spirit, we witness the accounts of the testimonies of the effects of the spirit, we worship in the spirit, when all of these things take place in our life, we will see God's power manifested in our lives. In the last lesson, we talked about revelation knowledge, how that it is awakened by faith in the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing in the, hearing by the word of God, and it says, how can they hear without a preacher? So the scripture lets you know there are some things that faith won't come alive to to the word of God is declared in your life, but you have to have faith. In the word, you got to know that the word of God works. And we took you to Romans chapter 6, 1, verses 16 through 20. Then we talked about how revelation knowledge is added to our hearts by the spirit of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12 through 14. And of course, you know, the scripture says, the natural man receiveth not the things of God, neither can he know them, because they're only witness and they're only bearing witness with those that are in the spirit. Your spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then we're heirs according to the promise. So, so we have revelation knowledge that awakens that. We go to 1 Corinthians 
for for that particular chapter, chapter 2, verses 12 through 14. And then we concluded that revelation knowledge is the source of divine light and light for the people of God. And this this is this is very important for us to achieve when we're developing our appreciation for revelation. So in this lesson, we want to expand insight on revelation through um, uh, through bringing or by bringing light to the advantages that, that we have as revelation capacity. Okay. Now let me give you a definition for capacity, so that when I'm saying capacity, you know what what I mean. Revelation capacity is the revelations uh, that carry a weight, an amount that can be contained or produced, especially in a person's form of ability or or gifting in a particular thing. We house, we enclose, we are enthroned in within with the power of God, with everything that pertains to life and godliness. But it's locked in knowledge and the mysteries that are hidden from all ages. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Why am I saying this? Until you develop confidence in God's word, your relationship in the things of God and your releasing your potential, which God has ordained for you, is limited. When, his, when the confidence of his ability to speak to you and to speak through you and to speak for you and to do for you is not secured in him. And the only thing that will release it, no eye have seen, no ear have heard, no mind has conceived, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for them that love him. You love God. But the only way they are released and revealed to you is by his spirit. So until you engage into uh, the ability to receive revelation by the spirit of God, your, your, your provisions will, 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 will not be intact. There are many people that are listening. There are many people that are, that are desiring, sincerely desiring, to uh, awaken, awaken uh, a new level of capacity from the Holy Spirit, but they're not doing what it takes in order to achieve it. And that's what we want to establish today. we got to come up with a roadmap that enables us to do. See, and that's what Ephesians says. I not only pray, I not only pray that God will grant things to you, but that, that you will, will, will have this, Understand it so that you can do it. You can do it. Because, you know, in verse chapter, verse 1, chapter 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings, where are they at? In heavenly places, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame in him in love, having predestinated us to the adoption of children by Jesus Christ, according to his good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glory, of his grace, wherein he hath, um, he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, there's revelation, having made known unto us what? The mysteries of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath birthed in himself, that in the dispensation, the moment in time, of the fullness of time, he might gather all in one, all things in Christ, 
that are in heaven, that which is in heaven of this which is in earth, in whom we have obtained an inheritance. We got something that God wants us to do, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be, that we should be, that we should be. We become that praise. We become the results in whom we also trusted after we have heard the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation. That's the truth. In whom we also, after that ye have believed, were sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, which earnest, um, which, uh, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of purchase, possession unto the praise of glory. Wherefore, after I have heard these things of your faith in the Lord Jesus, how do you have faith? You have faith in the word. You have faith in the word. You have you had a heart connected to God, and God could then be released the source of life, that the eyes of your understanding might in, be enlightened, that ye may know, you may know the hope of his calling. All of this can be attained. Attained. Amen. Hallelujah. I get so excited when I read those passages because I know that the body of Christ is longing for this death. So there's going to be three things that we're going to do today, and we're talking about capacity. Do you realize you house, your body is the temple of the living God? You offer living sacrifices acceptable unto the Lord. It is your reasonable act of worship. We are made living epistles, read and known by every. We ought to serve God acceptably. When we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, we are awakened to revelation, and God is speaking. He's speaking today. It did not end 4,000 years ago when this, these scriptures were comprised and, and, and being canonized in, into preservance of history. No, he speaks today. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in your mortal body, and it quickens you. It makes you alive because he has something for you to know. He has something that he wants you to grow, but he also wants you to be in place so you can be used of him. And the only way you're going to have confidence in that is by knowing the voice of God. Now, what will awaken that? Number one, our revelation capacity is awakened by our compliance and competence in the authority of prayer, in the authority of prayer. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then will they hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Prayer is what unlocks it. Prayer is communication with God. And for some reason, we have devalued the power of prayer. Prayer is built upon a person's personal devotion to Christ. Prayer is built upon a person's per persistence to develop a relationship with God through his spirit. Prayer is built upon a person's perception of the disciplines and the authority of the spoken words through Scripture. And prayer is built upon a person's praise and devotional act of worship. Why? Because prayer is built upon a person placing priority to the life of God that they possess. When you say you have a, a life of prayer, you, you are awakening the force within to, to bring, bring life, speak life to life, 
through life infused because you house the power of God. And it's not until you develop that prayer life that you can begin to hear what the Spirit has to say because you are the church. You're not going to a congregational place and sitting on a, on a pew and calling that having church. No, you are the temple of the living God. Your body is in, is in housing the nature of God by the spirit of God so that you can be the person of God with the plan of God, having the promises of God. With the <coughs> Glory to God. <coughs> with the presence of God guiding you. And it's only a matter of time that all the promises become reality in your life because you have a prayer life. And we have to stop religious, religiousizing prayer because prayer is designed to be a lifestyle that, that establishes the supernatural, that pr- places priorities <coughs> based on the passions of God. So, you, you know, you got to be sincere and speak to God from the heart always in the authority of Christ. See, this is the mystery hidden from all ages, Christ in you. You house, you house the essence of God. It's not just looking at the scriptures, the words that I speak. They are spirit and they are life. Your life reality when it comes to developing intimacy with God, will advance advance in the nature of God. Amen. Let me take a drink of water. Because you house the presence and the power of God. Amen. So we have to be sincere and speak from the heart. We have to be simplistic. Sometimes we're too deep in the expressions of words and gestures when we approach the kingdom, king of kings and the Lord of lords. We're actually approaching God, the Father, through the Lord Jesus Christ. So when we're praying, you know, some people say, well, just pray normal. No, you can be simplistic, but you're still addressing God, the creator of heaven and earth. There's a reverence that should come with the awareness of his presence, amen? So so many people, they think that um, they got to do with eloquent words, but when somebody does that, they put on a show through prayer, they have the the results of their prayer. It gets nothing. So we want to be simplistic, but we don't want to come like a simple person. Do you get my point? Like someone that just doesn't know they're in the presence of a king. But we got to also be secretive about what we pray for and what we pray about because prayer is designed to be developed in the secret place. We're talking about awakening compliance. He that dwelleth in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say the Lord is my, <laughs> my refuge. He's my fortress. He's my strength. Why? <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. So we be secret. We be secretive about when we pray. We don't make a <clears throat> um, uh, um, 
a show out of prayer, okay? But we must be selective about what we bring and how we approach the throne of God for prayer. Because when we pray according to his will, he hears us. His will is his word. So the revelation capacity is awakened by our compliance <clears throat> to pray. But ultimately, the strongest voice of God is the written word of God. The scripture introduces us to the nature of God, to the plans of God, to the person of God. Not only must we be sincere, simplistic, secretive, selective, but we must be spiritual because we know that the natural man receiveth not the things of God, and not only does he not receive it, he can't even know them. He can't know them. So the greatest way to keep you from advancing in the Holy Spirit is to keep you natural. To advance, to keep you from advancing in prayer, from hearing God, <clears throat> is to keep you natural. Keep you making it seem like everything is just normal, it's just the way it is. Amen? Praise the Lord. And we talked about um, in the first lesson, and I gave, how does God speak? He first speaks through the scriptures. First Timothy three sixteen through 17. <clears throat> he speaks through <clears throat> the seasoned saint, like he's using me, somebody who's been in the word and been in the Lord for a long time. Romans chapter 12, 6 through 8, he uses, he speaks through situations. Psalms 119, 67 through 68, but he speaks through the Holy Spirit, John 14, 26. <clears throat> and then in speaking through the Holy Spirit, he also speaks through signs and wonders. Amen. But that requires you to have an eye for revelation. We concluded in the last lesson that you must have a credible prayer life. So in order to really advance in the capacity that you have in revelation knowledge or revelation as a revelator, you need to make certain that you have a credible prayer life. And so the second thing we said is you must have a consistent, systematic study of the Word of God. You can't just approach God's Word as studying a book. The words that he speaks is John six sixty three. They are spirit and they are life. I do apologize for the coughing. Just an attack of the enemy, that's all. But we have the victory, amen? But then also coaching church attendance regularly for the corporate anointing. My house shall be called a house of prayer. So one of the ways, and I'm telling you, a lot of you go to churches that don't emphasize the power of prayer, and, and you wonder why things are not happening in your life, because they're not a house of prayer. A house of prayer is a house of power. A house of power is where God speaks. <clears throat> He is not going to speak in a place that he doesn't feel he can communicate clearly in. And that's why, you know, some people, you know, they have a problem. Is your house a place of prayer? Can God speak to you at any place in your house? Can't have a whole lot of stuff going on without a consciousness that is aware that the capacity of God to reveal his nature, his his knowledge and his know-how to you is, is locked in your ability 
to create an atmosphere where he can communicate. <clears throat> and that's what prayer does. Prayer establishes a place where God can communicate to you. Amen. So we, our revelation capacity is awakened by our compliance to the authority of God through prayer. But secondly, our revelation capacity is advanced through the study of the knowledge of God. <clears throat> the study of the knowledge of God. Now, when you really study the knowledge of God, you find God. Those who knock, the door won't be open. <clears throat> Those who seek will find. Those who ask, they will get an answer. That's what God guarantees. So in, the, in, in God guaranteeing that we seek first, we seek first his agenda, his priority. Seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. We search the scriptures to see whether those things be so. But the only reason why we can do that is because we have sanctified God in our heart. We have given him place that secret place where the issues of life flow, where the power of God is required. Now, why I'm saying this, because if you really want to advance in the word of God, if you want to advance in the word of God, you got to have the heart of God. Motives are everything to God. Motives are everything to God. You cannot religiously play with God. And expect it to work <clears throat> So yeah I'm giving you some things That you can do uh, But I want you to understand That seeking first Searching the scripture and sanctifying God In your heart is what is going to Awaken awaken this fellowship With the Lord Do you get what I'm saying? Second Timothy 2.15 says study to show thyself approved Under God Who are you studying to show? Not God, he already know what you can do you're studying to show you. You're studying you to equip you. You're seeking first. You're searching your scripture and setting a space of God in your heart to show you so that you won't be ashamed, so you can have confidence. See, see this is what's happening. Things that God has promised you requires revelation. For you to hear the strongest voice of God is the word of God. And God, and, and not only the written, the strongest voice is the written word of God, but God can also speak the word of God through your heart. If he has place in your heart to speak, can God get your attention? Hallelujah. And so this is, this is, this is our capacity. You house the spirit of God within you. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you have? Do you know what you can do? God's called each and every one of us to be revelators. Don't let people think, think that you can't come in God's act. You don't need a priest to devise a, a scheme for you to know what you're supposed to do in life. You can hear God through the voice of God, the word of God, and what the word cannot translate. He, by his spirit that dwells on the inside of you, will make you alive to his purpose. You cows the advancing power of the study of the knowledge of God. Now, the knowledge of God requires you to develop the study habit. It is in that, it is in that place that we learn to develop a spiritual library of resources, to divide out time daily to learn from Scripture. 
and you got to have a system for that, to deepen study with incorporating prayer and medica- meditation, and then to detach from others so that you can hear God for yourself. You know, so, so many people are so uh, concerned and consumed with getting confirmation that you're wasting time. Trying, try, but if you would just detach, take time out to go to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find help in the time of need, our God is faithful. He is a revelator, and the spirit of God is willing, but the flesh is weak. So you got to ask God, Lord, have your way in me. Hallelujah. And then you have to depend on the Holy Spirit for help because he sent the lead and guide you into the truth that you need to know. We're talking about credible prayer life, consistent study habit, church attendance, coaching through spiritual leadership and authority. But you got to sometimes be corrected by the Holy Spirit because in the correction of the Holy Spirit, he is going to help you learn how to completely trust God. He's going to train you in righteousness. And then he's going to help you take the step of faith needed to activate God's power to perform. Do y'all get what I'm saying? I want to spell this out so clearly that you don't need someone to translate things that God's word will demand. And there's a basic there's a basic methodology of the scripture that we always like to give. When you go to start studying to show yourself, when it comes to the scripture, first learn the scripture. Just read. Then search for meaning. And when you search for meaning, you come to this study uh, system of method. And we got we have one that's very simple. Um, now, of course, you know, Psalms 119 and 130 says that the entrance of thy word give light. But not only does it give you light, it also gives understanding. So once you prioritize the word, then you'll understand. <laughs> it's that simple. You make you make a decision to to what what did I say? Seek first, search the scriptures, and then give God a space. You'll understand. You'll understand. <clears throat> and when you have a challenge with understanding, it's because of the, those simple things that's not happening. And understanding requires you to stand under the mentality that is necessary to be understood. So it has to be clearly and plainly and concise before your heart so that you can confidently uh, uh, comply with it with your steps. And a lot of people say that all that getting get what? An understanding. But you know that the word, the interest of the word gives what? Life. So it develops your, it opens your eyes so that you can understand. It's that simple. But if you don't give space to the word and allow it to come, <clears throat> do you get what I'm saying? It will, it will prevent. Now, there are some tools I, I like to give this. When you first start to interpret the scripture, first you start with the light method. Okay, the light method is a simple way to define how to study God's word. And, of course, I don't have time to take you to how to study the Bible. We do have that teaching available for you that you can study and download. We've got plenty of teachings on the broadcast that you can listen to. But I don't have time for that right now. But I want to give you this, and then we'll, we'll go to the third point, and I'll hit it and run. 
But in studying the scriptures, I'm going to give you L-I-G-H-T. L stands for literal interpretation. You read the scripture. Then there's the illumination from the Holy Spirit. That's the I. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us of God. So we receive the Holy Spirit. That's the second thing we do. Once you start reading the word, Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, show me who you are so I can know what to do and how to do it. Then you go to grammatical principles and then you study for deeper meanings and deeper truths. Because the Holy Spirit has illuminated your heart, you can then see some of the principles and the points that God is trying to make because you have his heart. Don't try to get the grammatical principles without having illumination from the Holy Spirit. Amen? I'm going to hit that point in a second again. And then you appreciate the historical context. You got people that's trying to revisit history. And some things are meant because it came to pass. You'll get that later. And then we have teaching instruction from the Holy Spirit because some things need to be taught. And the Holy Spirit will teach. Often he teaches through the gifts in which he can move freely through and explain through the various gifts that God has given to the church for edification or for building up. And then there's scriptural harmony. And scriptural harmony, just like uh, harmony requires everyone to know their different notes and to sing it in, in the same time and precision, um, holding their own. The scripture also has a process to where it can hold its own. So when you have the literal interpretation, illumination by the Holy Spirit, grammatical principles, historical context, teaching instruction from the Holy Spirit, and scriptural harmony, you have engaged in a full-fledged study. Those will result, first of all, in spiritual discernment. You'll be spiritually nourished. You'll get fed. You'll be spiritually sensitive. You'll be able to understand your spiritual authority. You'll be spiritually matured. And all, all these things will help you so that you can help esteem someone else spiritually. Amen. So God is, God is enabling us to see these things so that we can have confidence in God. Now, thirdly, not only are we awakened through the authority of prayer and advanced through the knowledge of the scriptures, we are um, our relationship, our revelation. 